This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Des Kelly and this is the Champions League podcast. On Wednesday night, Manchester City travelled to the Bernabeu to face Real Madrid in their bid to become the first English side to make the final since Chelsea in 2012. Joining me for the best BT Sport insight and analysis were Gary Lineker, Rio Ferdinand and Steve McManaman. And now Dale is onside and he's got lots to pick out, he doesn't need anybody! Because he can pick out the top corner like that. And Gareth Bale fires round the turn ahead. The Masters in this competition are heading back to the final. Cristiano, congratulations, Champions League final. What did you make of the performance tonight? Well, it was a tough game. Uh, but I think uh, we played better than, than City. We, we create more chances uh, in the first half and the second half. We are more intense. We knew that uh, after the goal that City will press uh, high to us. But I think we control all the game. 1-0 uh, was short uh, results, but uh, we are happy. We are in the final and uh, we are happy for that. Congratulations, Gareth. It was a bit tight, a bit tense, but you got there. Yeah, um, semi-finals always seem to be that way. Uh, you never see anyone win by a big scoreline, but... Um, the only thing that matters we got the goal and we kept a clean sheet and uh, we're in the final so uh, we are obviously very very happy and looking forward to it the reason I came here was to, to win Champions Leagues I've got one already and uh, the chance to win another one now so um, yeah obviously it's uh, it's great to be in the final again but there's another game to go against a very difficult stubborn Atletico Madrid team and uh, we'll be going there giving it our all Well the Real Madrid fans are enjoying this They've made another final, a repeat, of course, of the uh, final two years ago against Atletico Madrid. Not to be for Manchester City. They certainly tried in that second half. Aguero went close with that long shot, didn't he? But um, that was really about it for Manchester City. Not too much threat. Real Madrid looking far more dangerous on the break. They're a giant of a club and they're after their 11th Champions League but they'll have to beat a very durable Atletico Madrid if they're to do it. Manchester City fans are applauding their players. They've made the trip here, supported them well, but it wasn't to be. It's Real Madrid's night, and Rio Ferdinand overall, over the two legs, only the one single goal, and that was a deflection, but they probably deserved it. Yeah, the first leg was cat and mouse. This leg, Real Madrid really showed a team of experience. 
really understanding that they it's the final one at the end of this. They grasped that quickly, looked to take the team more determined, had the hunger, and the, the players like Bao, Ronaldo, these guys to really take the occasion and enjoy this occasion. I think the problem with the, the Manchester City fans, I think though, and the players have looked like their players really didn't grasp the occasion, let this occasion pass them by, and that's a disappointing thing for Manchester City. Well, they've gone further in the competition than they've ever been before, Manchester yeah. City, and it's another experience for some of their yeah. players. I suppose that's all they can really take out of it, a learning curve. Yes, it is, Gary, and um, they'll come back stronger because of this. They've been at you know, a wonderful occasion, they've enjoyed the game tonight, but you know, as Owen Argrieve said, over two legs, they just didn't do enough, did they? They didn't do enough at home last week. And when you have to come here and get a result, it's very difficult, as everybody's shown. Real Madrid haven't conceded here in the Champions League all year. And they've won, they always make chances and they've won, uh, they've won quite comfortably, albeit they got a little bit nervy near the end because of the, only the one goal. Uh, I thought they were, they were more than comfortable, Madrid. Yeah, the poor Manchester City fans there, it's, it's a devastating feeling to go that close. But, you know, the interesting thing of all the stats that I saw there, Prof, and obviously just the one goal, was that Manchester City not a single shot on target in 90 minutes there. Exactly. Yeah. If you're going to go out, you want to go out all guns blazing, fighting, thinking, you know, we've given everything we've got. We've thrown the kitchen sink at it, and today I don't think they'll be able to go home or go in and change them and say they've done that. And that's a disappointing thing because when you wake up tomorrow, you'll think, you know what? I was that close. Yeah. One game away. I was surprised they didn't go a bit more direct, you know, because it wasn't working. They couldn't get through Real Madrid's defence or the midfield. They were really comfortable in there, the Real Madrid midfield. So, as Owen Argus said on numerous occasions, just stick one over the top, stick one over the top, and let's cause a little bit of chaos. And uh, they just, you know, they never did enough. They had forwards on of of real good quality but there was no threatening point at any any stage they didn't do enough to win this this game over two legs they didn't create opportunities here they didn't show a, a, a desire a, a belief to go and win this and they stood off Real Madrid and you do that against quality teams you, you, you don't deserve really to go through I suppose in many ways only one goal at 180 minutes there Steve yeah. and, it, and it was a degree fortuitous that's for sure yeah it was of course it wasn't you know, we mentioned in the first half, no pressure on the ball at all. Otamendi's trying to play offside, but he left Gareth Bale well onside. And yeah, there was a big, big deflection, wasn't he, on Fernando? But this was all too easy, and this was symptomatic of the first half, and even to the second half to a certain extent. Simple run, not getting picked up, and that little lapse in concentration, not going with your man, ends up in having to make a last-ditch slide tackle, and then it flies into the into the yeah. net. If he would have been a bit closer and followed Gareth. Gareth Bale, he probably would have ushered him out of play, no problem at all, but that little tiny, little bit going to sleep results in that lunge and that Joe Hart had no chance. It hurts even more when you, you don't really push yourself, your team, you're, like, you're playing within yourself, you're not on the front foot, you don't grasp the occasion, yeah. and that'll be sickening on the flight home, yeah. these guys will sit back and reflect and be very disappointed, just from that aspect yeah. alone. Yeah, last week, last week at, at home, they didn't make enough chances, did they? Mm -hmm. and you, you know, the, I think it was the De Bruyne one at the end, which was a simple one. Mm -hmm to Kaylo Navas in, in last week's yeah. game the easy free kick and then tonight you wanted them to even yeah. in the last 10 minutes we were going wards getting a nervy yeah, get some people yeah, forward have a go yeah, stick the centre I suppose put, the one thing Aguero had a go didn't he yeah. from about 25 yards and what a hit it was a lovely yeah. hit a lovely hit but it, again Gary it didn't threaten the goal it looked great mm. and it was a lovely strike and he kept on coming deeper and deeper and deeper so he cut a real frustrated figure tonight Kuhn Aguero but when it doesn't threaten the goal, it, it doesn't matter, does yeah. it? It doesn't matter at all. But yeah, I think that the whole stadium went silent yeah, for that split did. second because it looked like it was going in as soon as it left his boot, but yeah. just not enough. Yeah, I wanted them to, you know, 
go down with a, yeah. with a fight. You know, that's, what, that's why I said, put Otamendi up front for the last 10 minutes. Put Mangala yeah. up front, just cause a little bit of chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose if you're going nice to lose, have yeah. no regrets. Have no regrets for it. And, you know, that lack of, that lack of real will at the end that's mm. that's what that's that's why they'll be very frustrated they'll think we could have done more yeah. tonight we could have done more real madrid had a 1v1 bow hit the crossbar mm. ronaldo had a couple of chance half chances so um there were opportunities given up but um yeah i mean again the, the fight wasn't there i mean modric ran the show from midfield mm. Not one glove put on him. Mm. No one got near him at all. And I mean, there was always options for yeah. Madrid to find another yeah. Madrid player. Always, there was not enough pressure on the ball today. There wasn't really any. The Lucas Vasquez challenge on Raheem Sterling was, was a terrible challenge. But that's a red card, definitely. In and my a, real, eyes. a real ridiculous. And that could have cost Real Madrid. It didn't. Mm. But that could have easily cost them a real reckless situation and very, very uncalled for. But apart from that. I thought that with no Casemiro being there and we all thought it was going to play a big part mm. I thought they had to be more physical not mm. dirty but they needed to be more physical on, on Real Madrid yeah. yeah. uh, Pellegrini is, is, is leaving at the end of the season mm. yeah. um, Guardiola's coming in do you think it's perhaps had effect on both Bayern Munich and Manchester City the fact that their managers are leaving I mean Manchester City now are under pressure to, to qualify for next season's mm. Champions League. yeah definitely I mean in terms of Manchester City I think in, since Pellegrini's gone now I think they've gone backwards for me they were a much more impressive team they were a big solid unit lots of cohesion uh, played very very industrious football going forward and were very very solid at the back and I don't think they're that anymore and so Pep Guardiola mm. I think has got a huge job on his hands coming here it's not going to be the, 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 the type of team was confident and uh, were, were as good as a team he no. got at Bayern this is going to be a totally different mm. proposition how many new players does he need how many players will adjust to oh. Guardiola's kind of football well, half that, the that, team that's, that's, that's the big question isn't yeah. it that's it's, why I asked it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, if Pep wants to play football a completely different way than yeah. what Manchester City are playing now and he'll have to look at players, and it could be it could be as much as half the team. It could easily be yeah. as much as half the okay. team. Just off the top of your heads, which players will suit Guardiola? What do you think? A fit company, yeah, an Aguero. Uh, I think De Bruyne. I think if he buys into the intensity when they're defending from the front, I think Sterling. My my most interesting bit is Sterling. Mm -hmm. I think that he's a 50 million pound young English talent, coveted by loads of teams around Europe before he went to Manchester City. He's going to have to be like a sponge and taking all the information you hear about Pep Guardiola being a teacher yeah. to all these young players I want to see Sterling take the information on and yeah. go from strength to strength because he he's, he's been a bit part player he the last has few to months. improve doesn't he because in the big games the manager goes for Navas all the time in yeah. front of him all the time so I don't know what's going on behind the scenes because we know what Navas's you know records like goal scoring it can't touch Raheem's this year mm. but he keeps on going to him so he has to improve somewhere down the line and um, mm. I think he'll be alright I think David Silva will be okay but I think the, that sense of the midfield mm. Fernandinho and Fernando I think that'll be changed because he likes to, he likes it to be more fluid yeah, and he likes better. people who can get the ball but through yeah. the midfield to yeah. the front he, players he likes the Modric he likes the Modric's yeah. and the Tony Cruz so what, that's what, what interests me what interests me is like when you've got a new manager come in yet he's already in, in another job yeah. how can he concentrate on what he needs for next season so do you think Guardiola's already saying to the guys at Manchester City the people in charge there mm. Chicky Bergeristein etc mm. do you think he's already told them I want him him, yes. him and him yeah. can he do that when he's concentrating well, on Bayern it's certainly a conflict of interest isn't it if you know, both of them are being knocked out of the, the semi-finals. Yeah. They could have easily met each other, but yeah. we know that they've met. Uh, that Pep and the bosses of Manchester City have, meeting, have met up in Amsterdam. We know that for a fact. He told us. Yeah. We know that Gundogan's a target. He said <laughs> that. You know, the Athletic Bilbao defender looks as if he's a target because it's in the papers and it was in a lot of the news outlets today. So he must be telling them who yeah. he wants. Already. There's, there's no doubt that he's been looking at players and yeah. looking at. 
information on all these players, their personalities, beyond just being on the, tra on the, on the, the pitch, training pitch, around the training ground a lot. There's an assumption almost that he will transform things quite quickly. Mm. Is it a bigger job than perhaps he or many of us think? I think it's the yeah. hardest job he'll have. I think, yeah. I think it's a lot harder to transform Manchester City than it has been with Bayern Munich, of course. We fully expect Carlo Ancelotti to take over Bayern Munich and mm. win the league and win the cup and get really far in the Champions League. So I think it's a big job for Pep, I really do. There's, but I, I, I can't wait to see it because there's, there's no I doubt think he will transform. There's no doubt that he is the most innovative coach mm. yeah. of, of this era, if not the ever seen, because he's, he, he's transformed the way a lot of people think mm. about football passing the movement mm. the, the cohesion up front the, the, the almost bringing the fake number nine back in with Messi that he'd done yeah. before at Barcelona so he's got loads of ideas it's now about transforming that into a team that isn't confident remember he went into a Bayern Munich team that won the treble Yeah, he's gone into a team mm. now that may not qualify for the Champions League knocked out of the Champions League in the semis so it's a different proposition yeah. and he's altogether al he's also got to contend with Antonio Conte coming in at Chelsea or mm. possibly a, a managerial change at Manchester United two huge clubs with huge amounts of financial power and they'll all be vying for the same yeah. type of players yeah. So the best players yeah the best players yeah. and they'll have a really hard yeah. job because Chelsea will want to will, will, will step it's forward again it's interesting isn't it oh it's brilliant no, it's fascinating it. it's going to be an incredible season um, uh, come August um, Vincent Company is an integral part of Manchester City for many years but he keeps breaking down that'll be a concern as well we saw it again this evening you have oh. I've really felt for him oh, I, I must say you really felt for him because it's not it's not the calf injury is it and as no. Rio said it, it happened with me as well you, you sort of start getting pains in your calf so you start compensating for other parts mm. and then you start getting muscle injuries elsewhere and I just hope he's alright he's got a you know he's got the Euros to go to as well if he's fit oh. and well so it's just an awful awful part of the season there's for nothing him. worse than being injured is there? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a dark place sometimes yeah. and, and there's obviously he'll be sitting at home listening to people criticising is he gone is he over mm. the hill they're the type of questions that people will be asking he won't miss that he'll be seeing that and it'll, it's something that hurts he takes you into some place where you think well Am I going to get back? Am I going to be the same yeah, player? Of course. I mean, he's, he's, he's sure to have those Terrible doubts. Luck. Overall, the tactical aspect of Manchester City's play, Steve. I mean, we saw Aguero dropping deep. He, really was, deep. he wasn't in the box hardly oh, at all yeah. in the entire match. When he cut a, a, a frustrated character today, didn't he? He wasn't getting enough of the ball in the danger areas. I mentioned that at half-time. They were not quick enough today, Manchester City. I don't know whether it was the occasion, the heat, what, whatever it was. They were not on it today and they were not as quick as they should have but been. But him being there, Sergio Ramos and Pepe would have oh, been preparing to play up against him all game. All day. Him being there is like music to their ears. Mm. They must have been sitting there thinking, thank you very much, Sergio. No. You keep getting the ball there. You have as many touches as you yeah. want. You're not hurting me from there. I mean, obviously at that stage, Iannaccio come on. Do you yeah. think that was a managerial direction no. for Aguero to no. drop D? Surely not. Yeah, but no. You want to go. He's, he's, he's the best around it. Yeah. As uh, putting the ball in the back of the net, nothing yeah. went over the top just to turn the Real Madrid defence. Everything was in front of them, and um, even Luka Modric and Tony Kroos. Mm. You see them; they were like, "We're fine. You can, you can do it." Nothing yeah. was going through them at all. Do you think, as Ronaldo's powers, which must inevitably wane at some <laughs> point, will will be perhaps in a it's kind of strange way good for Gareth Bale? He, he can take over that mantle. Do you know what it's like? It's, uh, I keep talking about Man United, but when Roy Keane left, yeah. you saw some of the young guys at the club flourish be able to breathe, be able to move and be, mm. not think that someone else older is looking, looking down on them, looking to pin, uh, pinpoint things in their game or the way they're walking around the training ground. And it feels like maybe that could be a little bit of the case here. Yeah. He, he, he wouldn't say, he wouldn't admit that, but sometimes I, 
subconsciously that's the way it is yeah. sometimes and it, when Ronaldo does eventually leave he maybe will be the one to flourish <laughs> the only I mean, thing is it, is that Ronaldo might be here for the next three, four years <laughs> well, ex- exactly I mean watching from up here which you quite see yeah, yeah. there is this thing that the players I think oh, yeah. look to Ronaldo <laughs> to give it to him because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they're probably qu- quite scared yeah, not to give it to him if he's anywhere near them they always pass him the ball yeah. don't they yeah. always pass him the ball yeah, yeah, when you're scoring 50 odd goals a season you, you deserve <laughs> you that, do that yeah on Tuesday, Diego Simeone's Atletico Madrid took a one-goal advantage to the Bayern Munich's Allianz Arena as Pep Guardiola prepared for one last shot at the only major trophy that has eluded him during his stint in Bavaria. Here's more of the best bits with Owen Hargreaves joining us in the studio. Xavi Alonso! Oh, it's in! It's the start that Bayern Munich wanted! Big moment here for Griezmann, and he keeps his cool and scores! It's the away goal for Atletico Madrid to silence the Allianz Arena and put them in complete control of the game. Gals waiting in the middle, Fidel reached it, and they're back in it! And maybe it's not all over for Bayern Munich, because Robert Lewandowski has just notched his 39th goal of the season. The referee blows the full-time whistle, and Atletico Madrid are through to their third Champions League final. Fernando, first of all, huge congratulations to you and your team. That looked intense. How was it for you? Very intense and we're so proud of this team and this, this group of players and it's fully deserved. We have beat some of the best teams in Europe in the way until the, the final and now it's just one step uh, closer the, the dream we all have. Two very different halves. They had... They were in control in the first half. The second one, you seem to pull it back and be, you know, have more opportunities. It was much more open. Yeah, sometimes when you play against a super team like Bayern Munich, you cannot play the, the game you want. And, and you could see in the first half, we couldn't find the, the way to press them high, to try to, to stop the transition. They played so quick and, and at the end we, we did one step back and they created a lot of chances. They were under control and, and we suffered suffer a lot. So. What we're going to do in the second half is the opposite, try to press them really high, try to regain the ball and, and have the chance to have counter-attacks and this is the way we, we get the goal. And then at the end it was similar in the first half. They, they pushed so much and we, we couldn't handle them pressing high and, and I think the most important thing is when the final, the fans, they saw a really, really intense game and, and uh, this is football. Well, 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 Atletico Madrid have done it again. Bayern Munich couldn't find a way through at the end. A thrilling game of football. 2-2, but away goals, the decider once again. Atletico Madrid will play in their second final in three years. Of course, they lost a couple of years ago against Real Madrid when they won La Decima. But they'll get another chance this time. But no UEFA Champions League trophy with Bayern Munich for Pep Guardiola. Much to celebrate for the Atletico Madrid players, and um, they make it, they just get it done somehow, don't they, Ria? Yeah, we were talking during the game, sucker punch kings, this Atletico Madrid team are. The way they play, they're very controlled, very, very calm defending. But when they get chances, you've got the likes of Griezmann, you need star men to step up at moments like this. He, didn't, he touched the ball six times in the first half, got a chance, bang, goal. That's why they're in the final. Clinical. Very, very, very assured defensively, and they understood what they had to do today, and they've done it to a man. I wouldn't talking about Bayern Munich, they're massive disappointment for your former club. They'll be distraught. Well, they will, but I thought they put in an exceptional performance. I thought it was a great performance from both teams. Atletico in the first half got absolutely completely overrun. That second half, they just invested a little bit more energy 
pressing the ball, kept the ball better. And as Rio said, Griezmann on the counter-attack. You make one mistake defensively, Atletico is the team to punish you. Bayern were by far the better team in terms of, of playing. But this, as Rio said, that Atletico team, they got a sucker punch in the bag. And um, boy, did they take that opportunity when it came their way. But this game had everything. It was just a great advertisement for the Champions League. I mean, the percentages in terms of ball possession, etc. Rio, I mean, how, how do they manage to get these results? given the fact that they don't have very much of the ball you, at you all. Know, you know what it is? When you sit in that change room and you look around and you think, you know what, defensively, the way this manager sets us up, I trust each and every individual. Griezmann, our star man, he's going to be on the edge of our box at times, defending with us. We're all going to buy into what the manager wants. They're 28% possession today in this game overall. But what they know when they look around the dressing room is there's people, when they do get the ball in the danger area, when they haven't had the ball for a long time, they've got the quality to take that moment. Well, the goal that uh, decided it was beautifully taken by Griezmann. Do we think it was onside, offside? I think it's say level there, onside, yeah. yeah. But that's Which is good. You but don't this, want to decide. No, definitely yeah. not. This is, this is the, the problem. When, when, this is the, the way you play against a team like Bayern Munich and the former team of uh, Pep Guardiola's Barcelona. You've got to just make sure that you defend as well as you can and just know that there's going to get that one opportunity in a game to take it. You need your man to do that, we said before. But we, we spoke before about the, tactically about this Bayern team, is that defensively they, they, they overcompensate going forward because they really believe in what they're doing. Pep Guardiola's got a philosophy of the way he plays, put bodies forward, put the other team under pressure. But the problem is, if you leave the back door open, as I said, against teams of this quality at this yeah. stage of the tournament, you get hurt. It's funny, you, you know with certain individuals, when they've got that much time, that much space, that much time to think going through one-on-one -on -one with a goalkeeper, there are some players you think they won't score, but there are others you think he will score, and Griezmann's one of those, isn't he? He's on his way to being a superstar, and imagine, I mean, he's got 30 goals in all comps, but Rio said he had six touches in the first half, six. Yeah. I mean, the Champions League semi-final. That's because they can get outside their own Exactly, box. So, but they're able to keep the ball better, mm. but he as you said, you know, six touches, but he still stayed calm, composed. When that opportunity came, he just took it. You know what it's all about, don't you? And it means so much, doesn't it, as yeah. we saw from the emotions of the Yeah, end. I mean, I, I said last week that one of my best feelings on a football pitch was a semi-final win, because yeah. it's almost a relief we're there. Now we've got a chance to really yeah. settle in and think about lifting the trophy at some point, yeah. and it becomes real. And uh, yet you're, you're 90 minutes away, right. maybe 120, if it goes that far, from lifting that beautiful yeah. trophy, and the feeling that gives you is... Uh, <laughs> It's a, if you could yeah. bottle it, you'd be a billionaire. But the feeling of losing a semi-final and three semi-finals on the bounce is, I mean, it's too tough to describe in many ways. It is, especially after that first half. Bayern Munich were exceptional. They almost mm. played the perfect <laughs> half. Muller could have made it 2-0, misses a penalty. And this Atletico Madrid team, Atletico Madrid team, they keep themselves in games. You know, they did. They were yeah. really second best in every aspect. But they just found a way to do it, you know. And, yeah. and this team... As much as they probably didn't play the most attractive football today, they found a way to win games, and it's a, yeah. a real testament to these players and well, the coaches. Let, let me ask you both, why does it work with Atletico Madrid? What, is it, is it organisation? Is it spirit? Is it togetherness? Is it a mixture of all three? I, I think it's a, it's, you have to have everything. You have to have a, 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 an understanding of what the manager wants. You've got to buy into that philosophy. And once you've got that, you've got to have the special players to go and execute. Yeah. So you've got Godin at the back, you've got a goalkeeper who's setting records now, and you've got Griezmann up front. When you get the opportunity arises, he finishes. But at the same time, you've got, as, as Rowan says, 
at half time they could have easily lost this yeah. game because yeah. things were going against them. The penalty, the goal, they were, they were down. But they gathered themselves and came back out. And the manager earned his crust on set at half time. I think they're the opposite of, of Real Madrid and Barcelona and Bayern Munich. They don't want to play. You know, they're just happy to drop in. They know teams want 70% possession. They know that teams commit the fullbacks and centre backs like to play. And every time they beat these yeah. teams, you think about Barcelona, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, they almost always beat these teams because I think the teams commit too many players forward. Yeah. And Atletico have you know, the recipe yeah. to, to punish you know, these teams. You know what, as well, I think some people and some teams, they look down their nose at performances like that. They yeah. look down their nose at teams that want to come and defend and roll their sleeves up. And, and that's a technical part of the game, to be able to defend properly. Now, if you put that into the way Barcelona play, defensively don't give up um, much goals, but they give up chances. That's the difference. Yeah. And at this level, the chances you get, teams punish you. They and today was a fine example of that. They played some beautiful, exquisite yeah. football. But one mistake, goal. It was a, a wonderful game of football, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I mean, it, it, you couldn't help but marvel at the way that Bayern played at times in this game. Mm -hmm. the, the passing, the fluidity, the cohesion between the players, the width that they, they, they were stressing in this game, and the, deliver, the delivering balls into the box with bodies in there to create confusion for the, uh, for the Atletico defence. But... You have to, again, admire it, the same kind of stance and same strength, the way that this team was able to kind of sponge that all up, to take it all in. Mm, they certainly did, and um, Lewandowski's goal certainly live and things up towards the end, though, didn't it? Then you just saw from then, this game on, they just... You know, I think if you get crosses in against any team that defends really well, as Rio said, it causes a little bit of chaos, and that did their really good quality, and Bayern were back in it. I think Vidal's energy and, and, and the maturity of the way he played today was yeah. one of the things that stood out for me for the Bayern team. Really impressed with them. Yeah. They're under pressure now. One more goal from Bayern. They're at home. The crowd's behind them. There's, what, 15 minutes to go or something. That's when Atleti just... They just seem to manage it out so well, don't they? I, I well, think... Yeah, sorry, Aaron. I think I think it's almost like a position where they're sitting there going, we know we're going to get a chance. Sometimes at yeah. United, we'd be sometimes penned back, and, but I'd always think I'm going to get a chance, and that puts so much confidence in me that defend well and, and we can win this game. And the confidence you get from that, and, and here they're giving up a couple of chances, but half chances only, yeah. But the, the confidence that these boys, you can see from a defensive position to turn defence into attack and the transitions being so quick is training ground stuff. This is drilled. This ain't by luck. This ain't by chance just having decent players. This is being drilled on a training pitch week in, week out. I did say for our Black, he's, he's been very solid. Not spectacular, but did his, did his work. Look, I think he's a top, top keeper. I think he's proven that everywhere he's been. And he just made the saves yet to. I think Coleman lacked a little bit of composure in some crucial moments, but Pep just can't believe it. That first half was exceptional, yeah. but they're still going out. Mm. We have to remember as well that um, Atletico had a penalty. Um, probably shouldn't have been a penalty. It was definitely outside the box. It was earned by Torres and missed by Torres. He's one of the best refs in the game, but that's a poor decision. He's outside the box. Yeah, yeah. definitely outside the box. And they but get I that think, one I wrong. think that was a difference in the, in the, the second half that they were on top of a, a Barca a little bit more in terms of the first, especially the early part of the second half. That's I wonder if Lam covered his view at all. That's never possibly. a foul. Similar penalty to, to Muller in the first half. Two but. awful penalties, didn't yeah. they? Really bad mm. penalties, lacking a little bit of conviction. But again, two good keepers making saves in crucial moments. Mm. Yeah. Simeone, I think he's quite happy. He's, it's the first time I've seen him smile for a while. He's been he was gripped with emotion during the game. As is often the case, he's wandering around, yes, we did it, yes! I told you, Probably I told you. Probably in Spanish, you. but... <laughs> yeah. he, he's someone who looks like a man who's got pure belief in what he's given his team, the information that he's given to his team, the, yeah. the tactics. He I mean, believes in that 100% he looks. Does he get enough credit? I mean, Guardiola, we talk all the time, don't we, about this, this genius that is Guardiola, that he's prepares his team, that he's brought in tiki-taki football and all those kind of things. 
His football may not be as enjoyable, but boy, is it successful. I'm getting bored of people talking about possession football and all this attacking right. football. You know, there's only one ball on the pitch. Do you know what I mean? So you can't always have the ball. I think you need to find a way to be effective without the ball. Leicester City have done that in the Premier League. They've done an incredible job. And Atletico Madrid in the Champions League, they're that team. You know, everybody wants 70% possession. They can have 35 and still be some you know of the, the best teams you in the world. You know the problem with this? That eventually everyone work out that's the secret to success and no one will want the ball. Well, no, just leave it in the middle of the well, pitch. Well, maybe just be defensively <laughs> organised and you know, and you give yourself yeah. a chance, like Atletico. Overall thoughts on, on Pep Guardiola. Does, does this damage his reputation as a coach, the fact that he's not managed to win the Champions League or even get to a final with Bayern Munich? Well, I think in black and white, yes, it does. But I think the people that come here regularly and watch this Bayern mm. Munich team, they will have seen a, you know, a, a top-class team for the last three seasons. Yeah. But from Pep Guardiola's point of view, he will be disappointed because that only enhances uh, the, the criticism or any questions that might be labelled against him. Obviously, he won it mm. twice with, with mm. a, a team that were almost unbeatable at the time. So... I think it will damage but, him a little but, bit. But this is, what, this is the argument I'm having with all my mates, etc., and probably us guys <laughs> in here, is that do you want to bring someone in to improve the way you play football over winning trophies? He's done both, though. I mean, he's, not, he's only the no, but he, he hasn't improved on what was before him. The guy not in came, terms of trophies. Yeah, the no, guy he came in on before, had won, yeah. he won the treble, won the Champions League at Leaven. He hasn't improved on that in terms of trophies. Yes, trophies, they've improved yeah. drastically the way they've played football. This evolved. The, the brand of football is beautiful. That's a brand in itself, but... At the end of the day, the guy sitting in the change room, if you were sitting in there and you haven't won, but you've improved as a player and you understand the game a bit more, but you, have got, you haven't got the trophies you but want, th- would you be happy? But, I wouldn't. But I think people forget, football's a game about small margins. You know, yeah. Winning second balls, you, you, that's not about coaching, that's about effort. You know? And I just think those things maybe Bayern don't do as well as they possibly could. In the first half, they absolutely destroyed the Atletico Madrid team, but Atletico Madrid had a response. They started to win second balls, and those things add up in a football game. They lead to other things happening on the football yeah. pitch. And I just think they could... Their style of football is beautiful to watch, but they don't do the little. I don't think they do the little things well. Will he transform Manchester City? Will he turn them around? Will oh. they make them a better team? Will they? Without question, it, it's different in the English league, though, isn't it? I've, I've spoken to a lot of the players about Munich, and they've been blessed to have some of the greatest coaches we've seen in the game. And they all said he is by far the best tactical coach there is. You know, he he puts pitches in your brain, even for mm. some of the top players, mm. and helps you to get better. And I think the lads love that. He will make Manchester City better. He will make them better in, in possession, out of possession. But as we saw today, you know, as Rio was saying, there's always a little bit of space at the mm-hmm. back. That counter-attack, and uh, teams expose that. I agree. I think he'll make them better wholly, definitely. And what's great about him, he's not only a manager, he's more than that. He's like a teacher. When you listen to the guys that he's, he's coached over the years, he's like a teacher. He's giving you detail in the game, and details at this level win, win a lot of football matches. The final, Real Madrid against Atletico Madrid. Since the final two years ago, when um, Mm. obviously Real Madrid came from the very brink of defeat to beat them 4-1, Atletico have have only lost on one occasion since then. We see that April 2015. Yeah, but they've certainly got a sign over Real Madrid, haven't they? And um, maybe the way they play... It doesn't doesn't suit Real Madrid at all. Um, yeah. I'd like them to I'd like them to win. I really would Real Madrid because I'm yeah. not a huge fan of, of Atletico Madrid. I, I must yeah. admit. So mm. um, that was his own man as well. I know, was his own man, that's, that's, that's one of twenty things in the last Champions yeah. League final. He ran on and hit Varane, didn't he, yeah. Diego Simeone? So I'm not I'm not a huge fan of him. I, I really I, I admire the fact that they defend very well, but. The way they win games, I'd rather not to be. It's going to be an interesting game because the styles, again, contrasting styles. One team are going to be on the front foot attacking, the other team are going to be sitting there stubborn, Mm. as we saw yesterday and and over the the leg before against Bayern. So this Atletico Madrid team, as much as people say, oh, they're this, that, and they're ugly to watch, 
you have to respect the way well, that they go about their business. They're very, very tough to beat, aren't they? Yeah. That's yeah, the exactly. thing. Yeah. yeah, they're very tough to beat. But um, as a football purist, I'd much rather, you know, it's not lovely defending like 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 the Milan mm. sides or the great Juventus sides. This is a diff. This is yeah. a different dark trick yeah. situation with <laughs> to me. it will certainly be uh, quite an occasion the whole of the whole of Madrid will be going to the um, San Siro uh, Rio thanks very much Steve thank you very much well that's it from us once again we have an all Madrid final but Manchester City I'm afraid we'll have to wait for another year goodbye thanks for listening to the Champions League podcast we'll be back again after the final for more of the best insight and analysis see you then Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.